walking around with it. She's nailing it. That's no, the whole thing. That's this hilarious. is the thing that I feel like. Like, <laughs> isn't Denzel like the most irrelevant, relevant actor ever? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck what Denzel Washington does outside of the movies. He always plays a nonchalant ass character. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. But he plays it so strongly. He does like some, I guess, all the shit he does is always over the top in every movie he's in, you know? It's true. Yeah, like he definitely steals the. Yeah, he's always, always going to be about. Yeah, like it don't really matter who else is in the movie if he's in the movie. That is so true. It's almost like you like it during the preview, like the idea of him with someone else. Like, oh, wow, like Denzel Washington and. It could be literally fucking Ashton Kutcher. It doesn't matter. You, you'd be like, oh, it sounds like a good combination just because it's Denzel Washington. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. he makes a movie sound good. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to see Denzel Washington movies probably. Well, I don't know. Equalizer is like my favorite. Those are like his more current, but there's some older ones. Have you seen the second one? Yeah, I did see the second one. Oh, I haven't seen the second one. I just see exactly that's how did I you felt not like it. <laughs> that's how I felt the preview. Yeah. <laughs> it was so over the top. I almost couldn't believe. It. I was like, wait, what the fuck is he? It was like, God, I almost it was like watching a video game. Almost, I was like, what is he doing? That's, uh, that's exactly how I felt when I saw the preview. I was just like, mm, no, they lost me at that one. This is too much. I because the first one was kind of like right there. Yeah. It like, was pushing it, but it was like, okay. Yeah, like, it's like, we ended it at a good place. Like, everything ended up cool. Like, you nailed it. Like, I liked it. Lived yeah. up to its expectation, yeah. you know? The second one, I was like, that is going to aim way below my expectations. It was good, but then they, like, I guess they just had time to waste. Because, like, mm. it was good, and then it just got up too extra. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, okay, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like the exact same plot as the first one. That was that was like the thing. It was like okay, you could at least made it different, but it's the exact same plot. I feel like it's the same thing with like the Taken though. Oh, oh yeah, I, like, I yes. haven't seen anything. I tried the second one, but I was like, oh. I only made it to the second one too, and then I couldn't. I couldn't go past that. I just got a little too carried away from me. <laughs> like uh, what? Yeah, I How could there possibly Thanks, be? Man. I've been mixing patterns lately. No, but yeah. the other day I literally had on three patterns and I had to go home and change. I was wearing window pane pants, this plaid jacket, and oh my god, what was I wearing on top of the day? Oh, polka dots and polka dots. It was so much. There's so many lines <laughs> and, and shapes and like. I wonder why people are looking at me funny. I didn't realize. No, but so. you just have to charge it out to make sure it works. No, yeah. I, I put some bullish shit on it where you have to take layers off from my car. But no, this girl the other day, she was like, oh my god, you dress like clueless. And I was just like, that, that was, was it. Clueless. Like, that was it. I was just yeah. like, okay, there it is. You found the vein. Just keep going through it. Like, uh-uh. no way. Like, yeah. it was the best moment of my fucking life. Hands down. It'll keep me going for five more years alone. No matter the deepest of depressions, that's all I needed. Yeah. Anyways. Speaking of Taken, Liam Neeson's crazy ass. What did he say, Alicia? I don't remember the story. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I don't know exact words, but someone apparently very close. Okay. Shut up, Siri. See, she doesn't want the word out. Fucking <laughs> She off. literally. Okay, anyways. Um, someone really close to him was brutally raped by a black man. Um, I don't know if they were murdered, but it was like very violent. Um, and he walked the streets with a stick waiting for a black guy <laughs> to approach him. I guess just like, I don't know. He was just kind of waiting for somebody to kind of like say something to him or whatever so that he could kill them or like brutally attack them because he was mad and upset. And he just wants to take this out on a random black man. And he said this in an interview. Um, I wish I had more detail, but you just look it up. I'm sure you can find, like, video, whatever. But, yeah. So, that's what. And people are trying to defend it. Like, oh, he was mad. There's no defending that. There's no defending that. You don't go roaming the streets looking for a random. Why a black? Like, okay, really? Ask for a name. You're, you're fucking motherfucking taken. You know, like, how embarrassing. How, and, and for him to even, like, say that, like, that's the most intelligent way he probably could have put that situation. 
It was probably honestly savage as fuck, the dumb shit he did. Like, let's be yeah. real. He said he had, like, he phrased, he didn't say stick. He, like, had a specific word for it. I don't know. He said, I don't know. But He's British, or, you know, yeah, they're trying so to confuse you. Like, term, it was basically code for stick. Um, but my thing is, like, who is allowing you to walk these streets with a stick? Like, no one's, no one saw anything suspicious. No one called the cops. If a black man roamed the streets with a stick. Yeah. Um, how long would that last? Like, honestly. At what point did he go two home when he didn't see a black man after, like, an hour, two hours? Like, I want to know how long he was walking the streets. Hello. Now I'm going to introduce you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. This is Cameron. She has cleared her schedule to have a little bit of time with us. She's so busy. She is, um, she's a very high position in management at a major corporation. She is working on her second master's degree because she is a bad bitch like that. She's a former collegiate athlete and student, motherfucking boss. She hails from Washington, motherfucking DC, baby. Hey, I don't know what town. What's the what's the area code there? Um, that's the 212. Shout out to the 212 from the 210. And, uh, you know what? From the 210. <laughs> this is just so specific. Okay. I told you I did. 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 I So that was always really cool, and my parents kind of went the extra mile. They, you know, we went to a Unitarian church, which is generally just like a very accepting church, and people just like pray to whatever God they believe in, but it's like an, an inclusive space. Wow. I've and never heard of that. Me neither. That's, That's so dope. We're so deep in the like, South. There's, I don't think, are there places like that here? There's one. I've seen one. Okay. Really? But wow. it is nice. something like you don't. It's not like you do kind of have to go looking for it. Oh, okay. Okay. But so I grew up like seeing lesbian couples, seeing interracial couples, seeing, you know what I mean? It was never, you know, so we always grew up in a very inclusive atmosphere. Like all races, all, everybody was there, you know, like our minister was like a woman, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it was kind of cool always like to grow up like from, you know, the very beginning being able to just kind of see that kind of equality as a child, I think it kind of went a long way into my, you know, adult thinking. Wow. That's really open, wow. honestly. That's like... Wow. I mean, it's... Hmm. Yeah. Would you Would you take your children to a Unitarian church? Like, would you continue it? Um... I mean, I have, I mean, I definitely enjoyed my experience with the Unitarian Church, and there was, like I said, I mean, I speak very highly of the Unitarian Church. Um, yeah, I feel like if I was going to engage my family in more of, like, an organized religion-type church thing, it would probably, it would be the Unitarian Church. Welcome but I also, I also do, you know, respect all religions, all spirituality, Buddhism, you know what I mean, like Hinduism, those type things. So it's kind of hard to pinpoint it down to one. But I mean, I wouldn't have a problem raising my child with 
the same religious ideals that I have growing up. You know what I mean? If yeah. that makes sense. Of course. Hmm. Wow. That's something I'm going to have to look into. Yeah, I really like that idea. Now. Yes, yeah, like, yes, really I just, a place to worship, like, that sounds seems... like actually a safe place. Yeah. That's what a safe place sounds like. And it's, like, so It'll personal, yeah. Oh. Whatever you want, yeah. So are there, like, sermons or anything like that, or are you just... Yeah, um, but I was mostly, like, a kid when we went, like, mm-hmm. as an adult, well, like, a young adult, like, when sports kind of picked up and stuff, then weekends I'd be traveling, or, you know, like, yeah. so... I only went like through their youth program, um, so I actually didn't sit through very many of like their mm-hmm. sermons. But interesting, I have to make a visit. Shoo. Yeah, definitely. That was a good experience. Nice. Well, so I mean, might as well get to the nitty gritty. Tell us about your parents. Oh yeah. So my parents actually met at church. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, they met, got married, had my sister, and then decided they wanted to adopt a child. Well, they were fostering at the time. They were already doing like a foster program. And they fostered another child prior to me where they were like in the process of adopting. Things kind of fell through. Then a little bit later... They did, you know, get the chance. They fostered me for a bit and then adopted. But the interesting part of the story is that my family is actually Caucasian. Hmm. I have a quick question. So, the do you know the race of the other children they tried to adopt? No, no. I actually never even thought to ask. Well, okay. We actually rarely talk about it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Because it's yeah. kind of like, it's, to them, that's kind of like who you were. You were supposed to be, I guess. I don't, ooh, I don't know. No? Really? I don't know. It's just like a, like I know it was like a very, the way it ended wasn't good. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, for my, like for my parents, they like, get really sad about talking about it. You oh, know what I mean? I see, okay. Like, I don't think he died or anything. No, no, no. But I think like, it was very negative, you know? Mm-hmm. So we just never talk about it, really. Yeah. I feel, okay. Nice. Like I when they because we talked we actually brought it up at Christmas because I don't I almost wouldn't have recalled, but when I saw my parents um, at Christmas it came up, and then I was like oh damn like I heard about it like once in my life prior to then you know yeah. what I mean like that's how like rarely we talk about it wow yeah, okay yeah that's really rare once yeah yeah but I mean I it's not uncommon you know like. I don't know, my parents, like, I never knew that my parents ever had, like, a past child that they lost, and, like, mm-hmm. it's just something that, like, sometimes your parents are, you, unless you ask, you might not know yeah. about your other, you know, brothers and sisters, because it's, like, miscarriage is really often, yeah, it's, sometimes mm-hmm. there's no reason. not that it's the same thing, yeah. but, like, it's just, like, yeah, it's, like, that sore spot, they probably treated it kind of the same way. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense, you know? It makes sense, because... You try and be thankful for the family that you do have. Mm-hmm. But so you have a sister. Yeah, yeah. She um, she still lives in New Mexico, but yeah. How old is she? Um, she will be twenty nine this year. This year. Okay. Also, this is your life. How old are you? You're already 26. Okay. Nice. So, this is probably, like, the question that I've been thinking about the most. Like, and I just have to get it out of the way first. Like, have you, do you think you've ever witnessed coming from a transracial family, like, kind of, like, behind the curtain of how they act, you know, when black people aren't around, you know, like, behind the politically correct like do you think you've ever seen like your parents like being like racist or see that's the thing is like growing up I don't think I ever really knew what racism was like it was something I heard about but it was like so far removed you know what I mean that like I didn't really get it, you know what I mean? Like, I understood the concept, but I didn't ever 
understand like when it was happening to me like if it wasn't straight up like calling me the n-word or something like that you yeah know what i mean and so like i couldn't really tell you i don't think so okay. you know what i mean but up until like mm, up until like i got to san antonio well a little bit like i've generally just started to really be able to see certain things like you know what I mean and so that's like because growing up like I had the same privilege my family had you know what I mean and we weren't we weren't in like a very big like we were in a big community but it was like the circles that we ran were like smaller you know what I mean so it was like I got treated the same way my family got treated and then I was good at sports so you know what I mean so it just was like a larger extension in a way you get what I'm saying yeah that makes sense. and so it wasn't until like I got out of like undergrad and moved here that I was like completely like outside of like sports really and just here like as an individual away from my family you know what I mean yeah wow. yeah so there's like a lot of things going up that I just passed off as like probably like may have like been an issue may not have been, but I passed it off as, like, that's just my life type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not saying that they ever, like, I don't think they've ever done anything, but, yeah, I wouldn't really. You wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, exactly. Like, in your eyes, that's your parents. You wouldn't have thought to look for those things. Yeah, like, I wouldn't. Yeah. And so, but I don't think so. But it's also, like, would they have done that around you? You think, like, they would just hold their tongues anyways? I think, I mean, again, I don't think they, like, say anything. I mean, I don't think, I'm, maybe I'm not understanding the question. Like, what do you mean? Like, like what? I know my parents are pretty loose with the word cracker. They don't say it all the time. But, like, yeah, my parents use, like, slurs. Yeah, I, like, it's not, like, unfortunately, mm-hmm. like, my parents are really old. Like, honestly, y'all, like, they're in their 60s. Like, my grandma. Like, they're just, like, like my mom says ching-chongy. Like, and she has the utmost respect for Asian people and she has not a single problem but she's just a little ignorant so yeah a ching chong will slip and like y'all I never say that like it's never that thing about like racism and dumb shit being generational it's not <laughs> no I've never said that kind of shit in my life like no I didn't need no Mm-mm. oh no. no my parents have never no but no okay no they, they are like extremely politically correct like they're good but like wow good but my mom has like a couple like three or four degrees you know what i mean and my dad is like also like has a very high education so it's like that like, shit wouldn't really just slip you know what i mean yeah the kind of church they went to kind of says a lot yeah that says a lot yeah that says a lot that was just my number one question because it's like, damn. I feel like I've seen my parents be racist all the time. Maybe my parents are just like hella racist. <laughs> but like, I just feel like I've seen it enough. Like, where we, like, I just wondered if you've ever witnessed it. You know what I mean? No. I can't say that I have. I think maybe because it's like where you grow up. Yeah. It's very different from here. Here, it's like that kind of stuff slides. True. And people are accepting towards it. It's like, okay, that's just how they are. But up there, they, they're definitely, like, hush-hush about racism. It's True. not anything that's blatant. It's not anything that I would think. D.C. is, like, really diverse. Yeah, they're really open. conscious about I, those kind of Yeah. Things. I like D.C.'s vibe for that exact reason. Like, they're so, like, as a black woman, there's just certain places where it's, like, when you walk around, things are just a little easier. You know, like, people yeah. are used to seeing people like oh. you. And, like, there's nothing like being around people who are used to like your own people number one and then people who are used to seeing your people like like just the love is different yeah it's just a different appreciation because it's like we know what's up that's all it is but that's how i feel about philly too never been oh no yeah i put philly pretty high up there really i always wondered dang that could be a trip i mean you want to Probably kicking a certain part of Philly, you know what I mean, naturally. But yeah, the bloods over here. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't say that because we got ties. <laughs> we equals whatever. One love. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. We got questions for this. Might as well, you know. Let's pull them. Pull them up. Let's pull them up. 
Okay. I have a, I, this is another good question that I think that we both had on our minds. Like, how did you make black friends? Like, when did that start? Like, what, like, did it start in, like, from the jump, like, in school, or? Um, my parents always, like, reached out to, like, other black families. Like, in church, in, like, in athletics, just in school. Like, they were always, like, really big on having me have black people around me. Oh, wow. Well, that's really Okay. Cool. So you've had black friends from the jump. Like, we never, like, stayed friends because it was, so, like, such a forced relationship, you know what of I mean? Course. Okay. But, like, if I wanted to have, like, maintained those friendships, they would have been, like, yeah, my first friends. Okay. I feel you. Was it only, like, black people they tried to, like, make you kind of be social with or was it just like different groups of people or it was just like different groups like like at the time like the social services or like the agency you know what I mean that was handling the adoption was like very anti like interracial adoption so they were like since they were letting it happen they were like forcing them to be like you need to have your meeting with, like, other African-American kids. You need oh. to have, like, these kind of books in the house. Like, you need to, like... So, you know what I mean? So, it wasn't, like, I was being forced into that, but it was just, like, something that was always so was in like, an equal amount. It was required, almost, for them to do. Mm. That seems like... I mean, kinda... like, it wasn't, like... I don't think, like, they were even, like, spied on or anything. No, but no. I think, like, when it was suggested, they, like... They were conscious about making sure you stayed. Yeah, they were very conscious. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. So they, like, pushed, like, a lot of directions to try to find, like, those relationships. Okay. That's interesting. That's good that they... I feel like that's good they have those kind of... Yeah, I didn't know that that even happened. The laws. Yeah, it's crazy that you would say that they had to have certain books and things like that in the house. Well, like... I don't know if they, like, gave them, like, a list of books, but I just remember that they told them, like, you need to have things that resemble her in the house type deal, you know? So, like, I always had, like, black dolls, like, black, you know what I mean? Like, everything of mine, like, was black. Like, I had, like, a little black angel to put on the tree at Christmas, like, little black, you know, pendants or whatever they, ornaments. Mm -hmm. Like, I always had, like. Mm-hmm. So this makes me think about a time, and you told me a story, and it blew my mind. And we were talking about, oh, what were we talking about? We are at Gloria's. It was when you told me the first time that you realized that oh, yeah, that you was a the same as your family. Yeah, because when, I was like, just when I started school. And so, you know, like, automatically when you put kids around other kids, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So... We were at school, and I had, we were, like, drawing, like, our families or whatever, and I drew, like, my family all black, like, and then I go home, and I showed it to my parents, and they were just, like, why did you, like, why did you draw us like this? And, like, I was, like, what do you mean? And, like, this is how I always, this is how I always draw the family. And then they were, like, like, um. It was like, but there was such an awkward conversation. Even to remember it is just yeah. such an awkward, like, not awkward, but it's like, yeah. Basically, then they were like, that's a lot coming but together we, at once. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they were basically like, but we're not, we don't look the same. Like, you know, like we don't. Yeah. And I was just like, like, that was like the first time I had ever seen color. You know what I mean? Like, I had seen it, yeah. but I hadn't ever realized it. I don't look the same as everybody else who lives in my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just interesting you drew them as black and not yeah. yourself as white. That's yeah. interesting to me. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Really? Yeah, because yeah. I, of course, when you were telling my, me that story, that like, I thought you were going to say that. I'm yeah. going to cringe. But the fact that you drew them black is like, honestly, like, I don't remember as a kid seeing myself, if that makes a lot of sense. So yeah. like, the fact that you saw yourself and then made everyone, you know, the people close around you look like yourself, I don't know. That just says, like, you had a lot of pride and you 
being black. Yeah, like honestly, even with like yourself as black and very, beautiful not, like, and to the, the point. Beginning. Yeah, that's honestly a lot to say about like your just baseline self worth and confidence yeah. and love and that's really yeah. thank you. I never honestly I would really like that. take that to heart. Like that means something. That means everything. Like that's that's a lot of identity in and of itself. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a crazy sense of identity. Never even thought of it like that. Oh, wow. you girl, you have to because that's that's something special, honestly, truly. So, of course, I try to do a little research, <laughs> you know, brush up. <laughs> so, there's like a few common mm-hmm. side effects of transracial adoption. Ooh. And I just want to see if you've experienced any of these. Let's, let's, maybe let's make it a lightning round. Okay. As ridiculous as that sounds, let's try it. I'm here for it. Okay. Have you ever had a racial identity crisis? We're going to have to pause. Pause. What is that? Is that, what, like, is that that story kind of? I think so, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then yes. Then yes. Yes. Do you think that's the only one you've had? I think I'm going through one right now a little bit. Really? Mm-hmm. Do tell. Because, like, and that's something I didn't, oh, if you guys could see me in high school, oh my goodness, it's insane. Like, I had dreadlocks, but they were only, like, this wide, like, this low, and I feel like my face was wider for some reason. Stop. And so, like, and so, to go from, like, dreads, and the only way you kind of get rid of dreads is to like cut them, but to also be like an athlete, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And you're yeah. kind of having that whole thing going, whereas like, and then <laughs> I don't know how to kind of go down that without maybe, but you know what I mean. There's already certain stereotypes that go with like women like, in athletics, yeah, and so you know what I mean. Like forced on you in the way. I see that. And yeah, so yeah, like, I'm like, well, I'm trying to still like. You know, get that nut. Yeah. And, but I need to, I'm damn near about to be bald right now. And then to come into like, and still going to school yeah. and like, I just still like where I was at. I feel like if I had tried, I mean, but like, had I known that I could do like weaves, singles, box braids, like, I didn't know any of that until I was probably like, damn near 20 years old. Cause we didn't watch MTV growing up. We didn't watch like BET. We didn't watch like you know what I mean. And so I didn't. I had seen like people in the movies with them, but in the area that I was at, people didn't do their hair like that. Like you know what I mean. I was yeah. around like white people and Latin teens, like Latins. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like. So you wanted to direct your hair, or was that no? But it was like my mom. I had dressed from the time I was eight to the time I was eighteen. Because my mom wouldn't let me cut them while, like, she's like, you can't cut your hair, like, why you living here? Like, this is what we doing type thing. Wow. But So did everyone have dreads or was it just you? No, it was just me. Like, I was the only, only person in, like, my community that had dreads. Like, all three high schools. Like, I didn't know another person had dreads. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was just a lot. Looking back, like, it just really didn't. So, anyways, coming out of that, and then, like, okay, so now I'm in college, like, being around black people for the first time, really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because of other athletics, and I've got my roommates run track, like, a lot of African-Americans. So, I'm learning, trying to pick up everything I can from them. They're still learning, because this is also the first time they're out, like, Mm -hmm. away from their moms. Like, you know what I mean? So, my shit looking fucked up, like just bad and so not all the time but most of the time and so then I leave that situation those four years it was cool whatever move out here and I'm getting introduced to more black people more styles more this that that. but it's like the first time I'm doing it so in a lot of ways I feel like a kid like Mm -hmm. like I feel like my flex could be crazy but that I literally just don't know all the time like your hair's late right now it's, right, like it's late right now. Like, girl, you got it. Like she, yeah, no, she great. keep her weave up. She just like you. you just you you be trying to get the Instagram tricks going on. She be asking, she like, how you do? It? I'm like, girl, no. Yeah, she be. I'm not doing this shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I just feel like you look good. 
I mean, thank you. I just feel like I could just elevate it had I, like, know how to do makeup. You know what I mean? Or know, like, certain little shit. Just, you know what I mean? Like... Like, I just got into this type shit. Like, you know what I mean? And you like, look good. That's the thing. It's like, just take yeah. risks. Honestly, I would love to do a full beat. You should. No, yeah. I'm okay. down. It's I just like, it's just it's kind of frustrating to be at my age and still not really know shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but honestly, it's like, you look good. Like, no, you yeah. Amazing honestly, skin, yeah. like, this is like, this is not, great. like, it's just like extra shit. Like, mm-hmm. and honestly, it's like, you don't I feel really, like the older you get, the less makeup you wear. Like, yeah, it's just not, it. it's not like, you it's don't. really not like, well, the whole thing, like, to bring it back to like, it's like, my, me and my sister didn't have the same complexion. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when she'd be like, let me do your makeup, like, uh, that shit you know what I mean like not even intentionally but it's just like she yeah you know she what I mean yeah play like that and just doesn't realize that it's like completely different skin tones and it's yeah and so it wasn't really something that like I was also very into athletics so between like sweating at practice all the time and not really even yeah. having it like I'm about to go split some more like you know what I mean yeah but and then having like um Nobody in my family really knows and wants... You know what I mean? It was just, like, it never really happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, but it's the same thing, like, with my hair. Like, mm. didn't really know shit about that either. Like, makeup didn't really know shit. You know what I mean? There's, like... And it's, like, I don't know... Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, could they have done better there? I don't know. Because it's, like... Where they also just go and do their own thing. Like, my mom doesn't wear much makeup. Like, I've never really seen her wear makeup. Like, my sister kind of does, but, like, not really. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, is it more, like, of that, or is it the race thing? Yeah. And that's why I don't always know. Yeah. yeah I, see that. I get that. I feel like the hair situation, for sure. Because, yeah. like, our hair's entire, like, situation on its own, and it takes, like, years to figure it out. Still have a master. So it's shit. like, it's not something easy you can just pick up off the bat. So I can understand why they would feel pressure having to like, I don't know, I guess do it. I guess, you know, like they didn't want to do your hair wrong. Or I don't know. They had, in a sense, I guess they feel like people were watching. Yeah. You know, so they wanted to like do the best they can. I feel yeah. Like. No, so that's I don't it. feel like it was anything I do feel like they always did the best that they could. Like, I feel yeah. like they always did, but like, try. In a sense, there is ways that they could have, like, done more. Because mm-hmm. there's so much to do with our hair. More than yeah. one style. So, I can understand how you can feel, like, that you didn't have that experience of getting all that done. But, okay, so your hair looks great now. So. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you have yeah, so on. much time to try everything. Yeah, like, honestly. <laughs> just do whatever. Look at Tokyo Tony. Just a brief moment. Let's just talk about... I know this might seem like a quick departure, but no, 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 no. This is so relevant. Have you seen her weave? Have you seen that new video of her on live, Instagram live, shaking her ass? I have not. She's shaking her ass in her dirty bathroom mirror. No. It's Tokyo Tony. Yep. Why was it it dirty? Is that the question you just asked me? Because I don't think (laughs) there's an answer that would suffice. But to- it was, was she is at, at the age where her where her child is a mother. She's a grandmother. Oh my god. And her weave is so disheveled. With so much I would say she's had money. Mm-hmm. She's gotten enough money for free. I'm sure someone would send her ass bundles, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what I thought it would be late, but exactly it's disheveled. It's, everything yeah. was disheveled. The ass was disheveled. The hair was disheveled. Like yeah, you know how many like grown women with hella money I know that who have the worst weaves in the oh, world. Like so mean. Do not feel like don't like because this is like a whole new era where like beauty is like crazy these days. Like we can like glue shit to our faces for days and like tattoo our eyebrows on, but yet it's still kind of like hair like. No. Yeah. We are getting it on the ground for everybody. Like, uh, yeah. no. Like, Sometimes my mm-mm. shit looks a mess, and I just have to, like, oh, no. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Square one happens every five days for me. Yeah. So, I really don't dwell on that. Like, I'm not behind. You, you don't ever really figure out 
Yeah. It's a concert for women. We're never going to be mm-hmm. satisfied. I think it's that like, true. you're trying to find the best you, and the best you is going to, like, change every minute. Mm-hmm. As you age, you're like, you can't keep up. There's no way. No, I feel you. That was a really good description. But you're a sophisticated lady. Mm-hmm. And you're killing it. Thank you. Of course. Same to you guys. Seriously. No, like... <laughs> did, you, I know your work. I know her. Just on that side of shit, your work should be shutting it down. Yes, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. When yeah. we use, like, yeah, successful black women. We, it's just you have to represent in the office. Yeah, you just I gotta look better than the than the boss sometimes. Yes, mm. um, I'm sure you do that quite often. Well, I'm yes. Sure. She had her mid years out the other day. Anyways, uh, the point isn't that. Ouch. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she still had it on a camisole. I don't want to talk about it. Like, it was just oh, so. It was, yes, it was just like hooters. I, I know. I'm going to have to believe that. You're ignorant. But it was. It was. It was. It was a mid years of hooters. I don't even want to talk about it. That's, that's why. So mad. So we were doing the lightning round. <laughs> oh, yes. Back to the lightning round. Yes. Okay, do you ever feel like there's a moment of. Forced cultural appreciation, like black camp. I went to a black camp once. Yeah. Or like immersive experiences where you'd be like totally surrounded by black people, or just like places where they know like. Even like with the friends, like when you didn't get along with them, did they did they try to say try again? Like, or did they feel a certain way, or did they try to force you? No. No. You didn't feel like it was forced in that sense? No. I feel like it was always encouraged, but mm-hmm. never, like, about, like, lying down with it. It yeah. was like, okay, cool. Like, because my parents were also, like, like, they listened to us a lot. Like, if I was just like, yeah, that person was acting funny, they'd be like, mm, we don't fuck with them no more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in terms yeah. of parents. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't play that, like, you might end up touching my kid type shit. Like, so, if we said something, or that was case in point. Like, I feel like you were very just self-aware at a young age, too. Mm-hmm. That is, that's what that sounds like. So, they couldn't really force that on you if they wanted to, because you kind of had your own opinion anyways. But. Yeah, and it's like, but it's also interesting, because on the other side, they did let us hang out with, like, some really sketch-ass people. Looking back, like, like, like one of my friends, and we actually remain friends, um, like kind of distant friends. Like now we're a couple friends removed, mm-hmm. but like, they had family that had ties to like certain organizations, and like, I'll explain, explain, Alicia. Okay, yeah, this podcast may get a bit choppy. We mm-hmm. cut certain parts out just to keep. Our guest anonymous because this is a personal enough we don't need to have our business out here like that there is no reason so um yeah but we're gonna continue on and it's all gonna make sense yes you're welcome okay so i think my question would be and i think just because of the time period when you grew up did you ever like struggle with how you looked like personally, did you ever feel like your parents would prefer you to look a certain way as opposed to another way? At have you dressed a certain way as opposed to another way? Or did you ever feel? Did you feel inspired to look? You know, how did you want to look when you were growing up? Um, like growing up, there was always like a push to like have a more like. To be strong and like my African American ism, like have a fro, oh, like okay. I had braids for a little while, That's then like to the fro, and like you know what I mean. And then it was like to dreads, and when I got dreads, it was like they were locked in, yeah, <laughs> dreadlocks. But yeah, but <laughs> they were locked in, and that one was like huge. Like my mom was like huge on not having me cut my dreads. Like as long as you live here, like you're gonna have them type shit. Like. Yeah very big on it i think that's really interesting because like i said coming from us being here that kind of stuff was the opposite like i had to straighten my hair like i couldn't have an afro i couldn't wear my hair like this like my grandma made me perm my hair so i just feel like it's crazy that they would want you to express that in that kind of way and i was kind of like 
what it was. That's what I'm saying. Like, the North was more... I don't want to say they overcompensated in a way, but they were like, they wanted to be bold with blackness. They wanted you to be fully black. And I feel like during that time period, it's like, did you want to be? Like, did you want to like wear your hair in an afro and things like that? Or how did you want to wear your hair? I don't think it really started affecting me until like puberty. Uh-huh. And like, because before that, I was just like, I mean, I didn't really care. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then that's when it kind of got difficult because, again, like, up until I got into puberty, like, I was a, a kid who liked to be in sports. So I was, like, wearing shorts and just, like, T-shirts and, like, yeah, my sister wasn't, she didn't really have my complexion, so the makeup thing wasn't really ever a thing. So, like, I kind of had more of, like, a tomboy feel. Okay. You know what I mean? And so, but then when I hit puberty, it was, like, I didn't really feel like I could, like, like, really talk to anybody about it, kind of. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, clearly, like, we have the same, like, bodies. Like, you know what I mean? But it was a, a different, like, like, a whole different, like, swag, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really ever feel like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, yeah. I didn't ever feel like, who do I go to for that? Like, I don't even know. Like, you know what I mean? Because everybody I'm around... Dresses like this, but if I don't want to dress like that, then I guess I'm going to just have a tomboy swag. And so then I got to, like, high school, and then this one distinct moment, I remember this chick, she was, like, on the basketball team, and, like, she came up to me, like, out of nowhere. And I was, she was, like, a senior, so I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, like, hi, what's up? And so she was like, you know, you'd be really pretty if you didn't have dreads. And that was, like, ever since, like, then, it kind of just, like, between them not being able to, like, find my swag to, like, everybody being, like, oh, if only you didn't have dreads, you'd be pretty. Like, it just really brought up, like, negative feelings about, like, my appearance, like, within that, like, within my family and, like, within my community. Like, my parents are always big on, like, telling me I was really pretty and beautiful. My sister tells me that, like, too, but it was kind of, like, Kind of weird, because like I said, like, I always knew I could flex harder than I was. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't know how to, like, actually do it. And so then being told, like, I don't even think I had, like, my first, like, real boyfriend until I was, like, 16, 17 years old. Because I was just, like, I would say that's normal for a black woman. Yeah. Yeah, we're a little bit late boomers. Yeah, but. like, your experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, so weird to, like, it's, like, it sounds like what... It's normal for sure, but just like opposite, just because of where you grew up. Like I said, we're in like the south, like this is like deep south. Like it was completely different here, very harsh racism, blatant. And I feel like it was in the seventies. People wore their afros, but as far as like certain places, are still like not so accepting. So I feel like you grew up in like an accepting area in that sense. But I, yeah, it was still like. A struggle of figuring out like do I want to do this do I want to embrace this how do I want to feel yeah so, yeah it sounds like yeah and having a boyfriend is, I, have, I have friends who've had first relationships at that age 16 yeah. 17 so we just we just yeah we, I would say we're, we're just like we're mature I feel like so we just some of us just like take our time and stuff and just figure ourselves out first before we just jump into those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, what were we doing? Lightning round? I feel like we're just wording that. Let's see. <laughs> Question four. How many questions are there in lightning round? There's three. Oh, so I think we got them on then. Oh, no. Last one. Have you ever been mistaken for not being like a part of the family? Like, if people ever thought you were, like, your sister's friend or, like... Just yeah, like, I mean, that still happens. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, now, honestly, and especially, like, with the atmosphere and the places that we travel to, like, oh, it's yeah. more common for people to think me and my sister are, like, like lovers than we are sisters. Wow. And, like, people come up and be like, and what are you guys? And, like, like that, what are you guys? Like, that's what they'll ask us. Oh, wow. And I'll be like, that's crazy we're sisters like you know what I mean like yeah. but it's that like 
far-fetched for like even when I'm with my family yeah like you get what I'm saying like that's how much people are saying what the fuck is going on like <laughs> you know what I mean damn okay yeah well that concludes the lightning round thank you for your responses yeah that was very I also have like a minute. I saw okay, so there's an F okay, Ravana, go ahead. Which <laughs> which one are you concerned about? No, are you gonna go I don't have any more questions, really. I feel like that I don't even know if it's gonna go. I I just have one thing that no. I just wanna just like yeah, leave something. us you, with. You have something like specific to go over and I have some concluding questions. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Now let's wrap this up, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Try to get it. So one thing that I, I found interesting while researching transracial adoption is that there is this kind of uh, trend that kind of started adoption or like what we know as adoption now in the United States of America. It's kind of, um, it's called parental patriotism. Kind of started in the Korean War. Basically after the Korean War, there was like this large influx of Korean adoptions. Um, and it was kind of popularized because it made the home country, it kind of bastardized mm. the, the home country. And that's so interesting. It was honestly like a knee jerk reaction. Yeah, I and never it, heard of that either. It was basically to like overcompensate for like the current political climate. And do you think that at the time that you were adopted, I'm going to say honestly, for white people, like, in a good way. 300 years? How I don't know how long we've been here. Shame on me. Whatever. But slap on the wrist. But I feel like we've been been here forever and kind of been, you know, not in the best of conditions as far as, as living. Um, yeah, the 90s were kind of a mess. Yeah, 90s were kind of a mess. <laughs> like Rodney King, like, but we've always had our ups and downs with like the 90s, 80s, 90s. Like, we were kind of going through it. For yeah. sure. Some of us were flailing. Mm-hmm. Um, we were looking at housing prices. Yeah. Like, it was like, people were recovering from like... We lacked leaders yeah. in our community. That's the thing. Our, like, the people who impacted us the most were gone. So we had no... That's what I'm saying. We're it was flailing. weird in between. It was like the weird in between, honestly, before like... Yeah. Reverend Al Sharpton, Barack Obama, like before like solid leaders the in the community. So many of us were like, let's let it go. So many of us were like, no, let's keep fighting. So yeah. it was just like a divide. And yeah. that's just kind of how it kind of still is, but it's more of like, that's what I'm saying. There is no like, agenda. Yeah. Now it's like we have Black Lives Matter. It's like we've, we've really, I know it, it hasn't been much, in we my opinion. Get more we could still connected. get more connected, but like, there's things that have brought us together, like the 90s, I feel like we were really Oh, yeah, definitely. Divided. Javon Martin, all those things like that. Those major events, I feel like we could gather again. Black yeah. entertainment, I don't want to say it was like at an all time low, but like it wasn't quite. Like, I feel like the early 2000s is kind of where, and I'm not a fucking 2000s baby, by the way. <laughs> just, oh, no. no mistake there. I just feel like that's <laughs> when it really started becoming like popular culture. Like, as much as I hate Medea. Oh. Medea. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we just. We've been flourishing ever since. Yeah, that's the thing. That's we've been flourishing like, ever since. At least here, that's when people started liking black people for real. Not, exactly, like the South. Yeah, for that's sure. When they were like more no, if you book in like our music and like hip hop, like mm-hmm. moguls, like people in the forces, like this, this is it. Yeah. So, but right then, do you think like maybe that could have had anything to do with it? Because I know. You told me that there was a bit of a struggle when it came to you being adopted. Mm-hmm. There was. There, like, and they actually at one point had reversed the adoption. And, like... You were unadopted at one point. Well, like, I was back with, like, my biological mother for at one point. Oh. But then... Wow. But again, again, like, the situation went back to what it was. Clearly, she was, like, unfit. So then I ended up, like, back with, like, my adoptive family. And then the adoption, like, went through and everything. When did that happen? Like, how long after you were adopted did that happen? No, this was, I was still, like, very small. Very small. Like, it actually, they hadn't actually, like, officially adopted me yet. Okay. But you, had you been in their home? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, overnight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For how long? I was in their home overnight almost, like, from the jump. Because when CPS or whatever found me, they, well, they were, my mom, like, my biological mom had a warrant out for her arrest. 
and she was like running between like these three houses. They popped up on our one of the houses, and I was just there. You know what I mean? So I I went into the system like, you know what I mean? Like immediately, and then they called them or like, hey, you guys still looking for a baby? Like, look, you got legs kicking me with you tonight, type shit. You know? Wow. Yeah. So I've only known my family like. Like, all of my cognitive memories, like, with my family. Adopted family. Hmm. Did that answer your question? That did. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. That is a lot. I have no concluding questions after that, honestly. Really? Yeah. I don't really have anything else to ask, man. No, I, I don't either. You really, yeah, you explained Yeah, you've gotten into it. This was so eye-opening. I really appreciate you even doing this and like being so so open like i feel like honestly like half asshole for just even like mentioning some of these things it's so impolite like i honestly don't even feel like i gave you guys that much information i just feel so you just really like painted a picture of like differently than what i pictured it just because i'm saying like i can't stress enough the difference of like being in the south and then growing up there so it's like you could have told that story completely different. I saw it a different way than like what actually happened. So yeah, I think you told us a lot, and it was very no cool. I'm glad you guys like interesting. It. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You great. have an Thank interesting you. story. Yeah, a very interesting story. A story you should be very proud of. Proud of, honestly. Yeah, very proud of. I mean, it doesn't really you are just feels like who you are yeah. is everything, and what you think of yourself is everything. Your mm-hmm. memories are who you are. So like, you know, yeah, that was dope. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so that's the interview, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Yes, follow us on Instagram at HKThePodcast. And send us questions, comments. People we should try and interview if you like our style, if you learned something new today. I have a coworker who we're supposed to interview, but he's been gone for 21 days from work. I have no idea where he is. So. Ooh, that's um, good. The first question. Where'd that check coming from? It's Hiking the podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Send us. Have, do we have any emails, Alicia? We have um, some. We have one DM on a suggestion for a topic that we should discuss. What topic is it? Okay. I'm excited. Ooh. It is. Someone said. Here's a suggestion for Black History Month. Discuss played out stereotypes about black people. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. We got you. I was like, yeah. 